lot of applications of artificial intelligence aren't exactly what you'd call smart. If you have an understanding of how Deep Blue beat Garry Kasparov in chess in 1997, you may or may not believe that this is really a thinking machine in any kind of legitimately intelligent way. And that's why folks like our guest uh, this week in the Tech Emergence podcast, uh, PhD and professor at Temple, uh, Pei Wang, are of the belief that artificial general intelligence is actually an entirely different question, an entirely different problem from just figuring out individual artificial intelligence applications in narrower fields, uh, such as chess, as an example. And in this particular episode, Pei Wang lays out the uh, three differentiating factors that separate artificial general intelligence, that is aiming to replicate legitimate smarts, something similar or comparable even on a minor level to other mammals or even a human being, what separates AGI from just artificial intelligence in general. And on top of that, Pei talks about the three varied approaches being taken to accomplishing a general intelligence. A more scattered approach of building individual parts and then putting them back together, uh, or an approach of starting from what might be called a first principle or a seed of intelligence and building an aggregate intelligence around that. Pei is in the latter camp. We've had other guests in the former camp who believe that the parts need to be put together. It's very interesting to hear someone at his level of expertise articulate why he believes what he does and how we might eventually find real smarts in a machine. So without further ado, we'll move right into Pei's episode. So Pei, where I wanted to, to start off, I know that you were with Gertzel in the early days, in the very earliest days of what is what is now called uh, artificial general intelligence. I know a lot of the folks who are going to be tuned in might be familiar with that term. They're certainly familiar with, with regular AI or artificial intelligence. How, how do you distinguish between the two or where do you guys draw the lines? What is AGI? Well, uh, actually, for me, I have been using the, the phrase uh, artificial intelligence for many years. Uh, even now, some in some of my publications, I still call it artificial intelligence rather than artificial general intelligence. Uh, and frankly, actually, at the very beginning, I don't like the phrase uh, artificial general huh. intelligence that much. Uh, because, because to me, intelligence, to me, it should be general purpose uh, by definition. So it's redundant to call it general intelligence. Uh, but later I realized that most people actually in the AI field doesn't believe that anymore. So they are mostly uh, working on uh, specific functions or in a specific domain. So to them, intelligence actually uh, is ability to solve one special problem. So uh, after I realized that, I say, oh, okay, so yeah, maybe we just call uh, our work artificial general intelligence uh, to stress that. So to me, uh, actually, I uh, wrote uh, a general introduction uh, of artificial general intelligence at my webpage. So anyone really want to know the detail, you just Google my name. It's PEI space WNG, and you should be able to find it, which contains more material. But roughly speaking, uh, to me, uh, at the current moment, AGI is different from the current AI yep. in three major aspects. Okay. Uh, one is, of course, the letter G. Uh, for us, artificial uh, or whatever you call intelligence should be general purpose. Should not be some which can, for example, only play chess. 
even if it reaches the level of world champion, uh, that's that's not general intelligence. Uh, it should be able to work in many different fields. Uh, another aspect which is not in the name but implied by it is to treat as a whole, as a holistic uh, concept, rather than as a collection of functions, which is the current treatment in mainstream AI. If you pick an AI textbook, uh, you will see there are different chapters, for example, on search, on reasoning, on learning, on vision, on uh. natural language processing, on robotics, and so on. Uh, if you talk with AI researchers, they typically work in one of those fields in their whole career. Uh, but uh, to ATI people, uh, intelligence means all of them. So if you are saying that you are doing an ATI system, uh, you really should more uh, earlier or later uh, eventually cover the whole thing. Otherwise, it doesn't qualify to be called ATI. Got it. And that's obviously hard to do. Yeah. Uh, of course, from an uh, engineering point of view, well, everyone understands right? you have to do things well, one step at a time. But your overall uh, blueprint should cover the whole territory. Yeah, that's that's uh, you see clearly AGI. Yeah, sense is a harder problem than what we call AI. But on the other hand, uh, I tend to claim that actually is closer to the original opinion of artificial intelligence or uh, vision or dream, whatever ever we call it. Yeah. If we go back to the early days of the field, you'll see that's what people are working on. It just later it seems to become really difficult. So people say, oh, why not just let's do a divide and conquer. Okay, each of us work on one field, which uh, eventually maybe we can put them together. So yeah, sense, it makes sense. Uh, but uh, after many years, many people, including me, begin to realize it's not going to work because uh, they're very close relationship among those fields. When you cut them into pieces, you're missing the big picture, and you're missing something very important. And and this is sort of my second question to pay is I know that there's um, a number of different approaches to this notion of, of building a general intelligence. You know the the other ways of framing this. Some people have said strong AI. You know human level intelligence, which we would presume would be smarter than humans after not all that long. Um, whatever the case may be, oh, some folks are are of the belief that this would imply. Uh, the collection of parts, and then other folks are are of the belief that really we should be starting with with sort of one uh, set of principles or tenets or one seed of kind of what intelligence is, and expand forth from there. As opposed to, like you said, divide and conquer, and then try to put the Lego pieces together. Um, we, I know that you are of more. You're you're not of the integrated approach. You're more about starting. Uh, I don't know what the other approach is called, but you're more about kind of starting with that initial seed of intelligence. Uh, what are the two different camps, and then why are you in the one that you are in? Uh, actually, in my in my in my the, in the page uh, introduction page, I mentioned I uh, put the current approach into three groups. As you said, I actually gave them names. Uh, the first group is what I call the hybrid uh, approach. That's typically the approach followed by. Uh, the people in mainstream AI, but still have some interest in AGI. So their approach or their rationale is basically like this. Uh, intelligence is too complicated. 
So it's better for each of us to work on a piece of it, uh, make it work. Then eventually we put them together. Uh, so that makes perfect sense to many people. Uh, but the approach, uh, as I said, the problem is uh, if you build those parts according to very different consideration and different theoretical foundation, they are not going to work together. Uh, this has been tried many times in the, in the history of, of AI. Uh, the problem is, you know, you have pieces, each of them do something um, reasonable, but when you put them together, uh, it just doesn't work together at all. So that's that's the first approach. But of course, we cannot prove it cannot work. So yep. there's still uh, many people believe that, especially in the mainstream AI uh, field. Yeah. Yeah. I also, in, but on the other hand, AGI people are typically the people who do not believe it's not it's going to work in that way. That's why actually we start a new field. Uh, our belief is uh, general purpose system and special purpose system uh, are actually two types of animal. Okay. You don't get from one to the other. You, if you want to do general purpose, uh, you'd have to think about general purpose from day one, even though you have to build it step by step. First group, uh, the second and third group, both of them are within the current AGI uh, territory. Uh, we still disagree with each other, even within the AGI territory. So here, everyone agree you need to build the whole system. From day one, you need to think about everything. Uh, at least the principle, but still there are two different approaches. Uh, one approach uh, is actually is what I call integrated approach. Yeah. That is, you build one system, but you use more than one technology uh, because each technology has its strengths and weakness. So if you can combine them together, uh, it will work better overall or will be more powerful. Yeah. Uh, but this is different from the hybrid approach because because here we are, we we suggest that you need to start with one single overall design. Then you can talk about the parts. If you have no idea about the whole, you cannot define your parts correctly. But anyway, these people still believe you know you should build the parts according to an overall usually called architecture. Uh, then put them together, let them cooperate. Uh, that's, uh, I will say, most of the AGI system are designed. Got it. Uh, and finally, it's the minority approach, even in the AGI field. That's what I call the unified approach, uh, like my work. So here, the idea is basically, uh, I and a few other people still believe uh, there is a first principle of intelligence. And we should start from this principle and develop probably a single core technology based on it. And of course, we can still use other technology, but they will be secondary. Uh, the system at the core it will be a unified uh, system, even though we agree that every technology has its strengths and weakness. The advantage of this approach is consistency. Actually, the integrated approach actually more or less faces the same issue as the traditional AI people. That is, when they put their modules, whatever they call them, yep. together, uh, most of the problem are in the interaction, not in the design of, of individual parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can imagine, I guess. Well, what would it be? It would be the, the machine 
vision aspects and maybe the reasoning engine of some kind and all these other various yeah. sundry parts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for example, if your reasoning system and your learning system are you uh, using uh, two different technology, uh, they have completely different foundation at all. And when you are making a decision, when your reasoning part and your learning part do not agree with each other, uh, what should you do? Yeah. Uh, if you are taking a unified approach, uh, there is no such an issue because uh, you have a consistent foundation, so everything is eventually judged according to the same, which of course doesn't mean the system will not make a mistake, okay? uh, but they will not run into some kind of like internal confliction, uh, both when you design the system and when the system runs. And uh, also, technically speaking, uh, the unified approach typically uh, are simpler because you're basing everything on the same core. And this is the approach that you're aiming to take. Obviously, some yes. folks believe that that would be far too difficult, but then there's folks yeah. like yourself that believe um, it'd be too difficult to put the pieces together, and so we should aim to fight for it this way, and I guess only time will tell, but it's interesting yeah, to hear. Exactly. <laughs> uh, currently, we are, we are peacefully competing with each other, and we are exploring different uh, approach uh, in parallel, which is healthy and actually quite normal uh, for a field of this nature. It's, I, I think it's very so. very complicated, yep. and there are many possibilities. Is As you said, only time can tell. Now it's too early to decide uh, who is winning, who is losing, but uh, it's important to understand uh, why there are people doing this or that, There's not because they're stupid, okay, they have <laughs> they have their reasons, they just, they have different reasons. Different reasons, yep. And, yeah, and that, they have different uh, way to prioritize uh, their, their principles or, or, or beliefs and, and that kind of stuff. Yep, and, and, uh, and of course, that, that is how a field grows and expands, and that's how we explore the dark corners as collective bunches of human beings, as different people go in different directions because they believe... They'll uh, make progress in different ways, and, and we'll see how long uh, it takes. Now, of course, that is uh, a, another pivotal and, and certainly not answerable in any definitive way that I'm aware of question of uh, artificial general intelligence. Some of the folks who are working in the AI field that we've been lucky enough to, to interview um, are, are of the belief that AI, you know, in the next 100, 200 years is, is very, very likely to, to just be, you know, more helpful versions of Siri and or, uh, you know, uh, more integrated in, in various and sundry software to increase, you know, our own convenience and things along those lines. And that any notion of kind of in, intelligence in the general sense of, you know, holding a conversation or solving a vast array of, of various and sundry problems in a flexible sense, like a human mind or much more than a human mind, that, that that's not even a reasonable goal, not even within our lifetimes, but within the next you know, century or so. There's other folks who really are of the belief that, hey, you know, within our lifetime, there's a pretty good shot of something smarter than us, um, and 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 that's why we're 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 kind of aiming there. Um, what are your thoughts there, Pay? In other words, you know, like um, it's it's impossible to say, but your own inklings and leanings. Where do you stand in that camp? Uh, actually, uh, I will I will say that that's the third thing I want to mention. I, ah. I already mentioned two things: as separate AGI from AI. Yes. One is general, one is holistic, and this is the third thing. Ah. Uh, everyone, almost everyone working in the AGI field are the people who believe uh, basically we can do it uh, within our lifetime or something like that. 
I mean, uh, to develop something in a certain sense is comparable to human intelligence. Uh, on the other hand, I understand that the majority of the mainstream AI still think, even if this is can be done, and now it's still too early to talk about it, or they think uh, you need to build all the parts first, then we can think about how to put them together. Yeah. Uh, but the AGI people tend to believe, uh, as I already mentioned, uh, it, we, we, we actually believe the, the AGI problem is a different problem compared to what the, the current AI people are working on. So it means that if you continue in the mainstream AI direction, you will never get here. Uh, we, of, on the other hand, we fully agree this is actually one of the most difficult problems in the history of science. Yeah. Uh, so that's for sure. No one is, don't know that. Especially the longer you work in the field, the, 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 the better you understand that, that, that difficulty. But uh, uh, at least my reason is you, if you never, if nobody ever tried it, it will never be achieved. No, but I, that's, that's perfectly uh, but, uh, rational. But how long uh, will it take? Uh, frankly, I have no idea. I just, I just think this is an interesting scientific research. Uh, I believe it can be achieved within my lifetime. And, uh, on the other hand, of course, I cannot prove it. I never try to convince other people. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is the case. You can only convince people with the result of your work. Yeah. In this field. And and so. I, I suppose part of the reason for, for that question is that um, some folks have concerns. You know, I, I would agree with you. I think that, you know, just from scientific interest, um, the, the we could call it the problem of artificial general intelligence is a pretty big problem and is, is fascinating and curious. And we could dissect it like a puzzle. Uh, and and it's it's got to be, you know, pretty high up there in terms of complicated puzzles. Um the the other consideration is that man that that would that would be a really big deal uh, that that would be uh, we might say uh, very ethically relevant in other words that that might influence a lot of lives in fact that might be the creation of many more lives hypothetically assuming we're creating something you know to some degree aware or sentient ne never mind just just intelligent um so the the, conse the consequentially it would seem to be even more than just interesting some people are are, are of <laughs> so so some people are of the belief that uh that um there there is not not necessarily reason to not do ai like oh we can't do ai anymore cuz it could turn into a skynet and kill everybody but but that the, there are legitimate considerations around a super intelligent, a super intelligence that we really wouldn't understand. I mean, we, we hardly understand people. Never mind something more intelligent than ourselves. Um, that there'd be some some serious ethical consequences to creating an entity that maybe had a physical form or maybe didn't have a physical form, but was more intelligent than we are in terms of its ability to control our technologies or to influence us or to guide us in some way or to build on its own intelligence or to maybe kind of neglect our well-being like we neglect the well-being of, you know, ants or worms or other things that we just don't think are big enough to be important uh, or aware enough to be to be important to our own uh, well-being. Some people really kind of contemplate those uh, futures as, as things worth thinking through and maybe considerations uh, worth putting in place as we build up to a world with things smarter than us. Um, for other folks, those really aren't serious considerations because maybe they want to solve those problems when they're 
maybe when we have some idea of where to start because we don't even know where those problems could crop up uh, or, or that they really don't think that AI would be, you know, quote unquote, out to get us or would, would ever have any reason to or even ability to really harm us in any way. Um, we're, we're, you know, so I, I personally have no very strong stance here. In other words, I don't believe like, oh, AI's, you know, uh, it's going to fall from the sky and harm us all and we should, you know, stop it. Or, or, or and I'm also not in the camp of, of uh, hey, the smarter it gets, the better everybody's life is. We got nothing to worry about. I think both of the the extremes are are seem somewhat illogical to me. But I'm interested in where you stand on that scale too, Pay, as someone who's been working on this world, uh, working in this world for for so long. Well, uh, first, this is uh, a valid question. Uh, actually, uh, in my uh, in my introduction to ADI, I mentioned uh, overall there are only four major questions in this field. The first one we already discussed, what is AGI or what is intelligence? That's uh, your, what do you want to do? Second question is, is that thing possible or impossible? Many people have claimed they have proved uh, AGI or strong AI. It's just simply is impossible. If it's impossible, you don't need to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the third question is how to do it, which we also just mentioned whether we want to do it from a single core or we want to do integration, blah, 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 blah. And what you just mentioned is the last question. That is, even if we know how to do it, whether we should do it or not. Yeah. Uh, that's a serious question. And, uh, and recent in recent months, there are a lot of debate on this. And all of a sudden, people begin to think, oh, AI is still there. And it seems possible. So now we need to worry about uh, its consequences. Uh, first, I fully agree with those people's motivation. For every uh, technology, I also, as you said, AI uh, is more than interesting. Uh, if AGI really can be achieved, yep. uh, it, will, it will be truly revolutionary. That's, that's for sure. Uh, if we can really achieve it, it will change everything. Yep. Uh, so if that's the case, then as a scientist, you need to be careful. You need to think about uh, the social consequence, which we are. Uh, actually, we have had several uh, meetings uh, within the ADI uh, community to talk about the consequence. But there is another issue that you actually touched, that is a lot of debate, frankly, is based on complete misunderstanding. Yeah. Uh, about what intelligence is, about what we are actually working on, about uh, what this system will become. Uh, so to actually analyze each of the argument, uh, we don't have the time. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, no, but we do, we do also, not. I write something. Uh, if anyone interested, can go to my webpage and see what, what my opinion is. So here, I just make some claim about my position. Sure, sure. Without, you know, fully uh, explain. So my first claim, maybe, maybe uh, to many people's surprise, is uh, AI is dangerous, or AGI. Uh, I'm, even though I have been working in this field for actually more than 30 years, uh, I'm not going to say this is safe. Okay, don't worry. This will be just take care of us. It will not do anything bad. Uh, that's not the case. Uh, actually, but the... The other side I want to point out is actually this is true for any major technical breaks. Oh, for sure, without a doubt, double-edged sword. Yeah, we don't have any science or technology. 
which is purely benign, which never can be used for anything evil, that is simply impossible. So even if we see the danger, uh, that by itself is not a reason for us to just say, some people actually claim we should slow down the development of AGI. Instead, we should uh, focus on the study of its safety. Uh, it's only when we can make sure it will be safe, then we go ahead. But actually, it's the other way around. Uh, those people who make those claims are typically the people who do not really understand this film. Okay, if you, you, you start with some false assumption and based on that, you want to build a safety system, that's simply impossible. So my position is, yes, we are aware of its potential danger. But it's only when you are doing research in this field, you can have a better understanding about what's the proper way to use this technology. Okay. Just to just to just to be panicked, just say, oh, because it can be revolutionary, so it can be bad, so we, we better stop right now. Uh, first, that's simply impossible. Uh, you cannot really stop everybody in, in the world to do this. Uh, we already know that from history. And also, they may actually lead uh, the field to a wrong direction and actually may make the thing even more dangerous if you have a false feeling about the safety. You say some people propose some approach. They say, oh, if we do it in this way, AI will be safe. Uh, actually, as far as I know, all those approach are based on very wrong assumption. So the AGI will not become safe because of that. If people or the public believe, you know, that will give us safety, that actually make us, uh, yeah, more, put us in a more dangerous situation. Got it. So my position is, yes, we need to be careful about uh, the future uh, and think about the consequences in each step. But no, we are not going to stop uh, just because of this worry. But we do need to be careful in each step. Uh, another more specific thing, uh, which also we recently published uh, on that topic, is how to make it safe. Not a lot of people are focusing on the initial design. They kind of like ask us, um, I mean, the people who actually building AGI say, you guys are responsible to build a human friendly or whatever we call it, AGI which actually is a wrong assumption because at least according to my definition of intelligence, intelligence is the ability of adaptation or a high level thing, okay? It's more kind of adaptive than what we currently call machine learning. So if that's the case, uh, the AGI, we are going to build, at least that's according to my plan, my system will behave in that way. It will be more like a baby. So let's think about a baby. Does a baby have the potential to become a good guy or a bad guy, a very good person or a criminal? Sure, uh, sure. I will say every baby has the potential to be any of them. Yeah. Uh, the difference as far as the current science tells us, is not in the initial design. It's mostly come from education. So that's uh, what our uh, recent paper is about. Say that we want AI to be uh, to be safe, 
but the focus actually should not be in design because design to a large extent is neutral with respect to this uh, to, to this topic you cannot you cannot just use biological uh, bioengineering technology for example let's change human DNA so that every uh, baby will not become a criminal we know that for sure we, just because of the DNA I don't think that's possible yeah I would agree I would agree if that's impossible how can you ask a GI researcher for their baby huh I don't think that's valid yeah so interesting. I was, uh, we actually we are currently working on this we are focusing more and more on the education of the system and we believe that by by we I mean I and uh, some of my colleagues, even though not too many of them, we believe that's the way to actually give us safety. That is to teach it properly. Uh, but on the other hand, now putting too much resource in that direction also is not a good idea because you don't have a baby yet. If you yeah. don't have a baby, you don't really know in detail how this baby will behave. Then, in this time, we spend all, most of our time talking about education. Uh, usually, it's just simply a waste of resource and time. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, you know, that uh, an interesting uh, analogy will be, you know, many uh, young couples begin to talk about how they are going to educate their, their future children, uh, but they, re they really yeah, their children, they will see, okay, that's a completely different story. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay, so <laughs> maybe to um, uh, maybe to sum up or, or to kind of glean your, your perspective on this, it, it's we're not maybe far enough along to have too much of an understanding of what, what are the principles and tenets and situations that could be quote-unquote dangerous. We can assume that any technology would be. You had mentioned it yourself. AI could, in fact, be quite dangerous. But what, where, what defenses do we put up? What circumstances do we prepare for? Um, it seems like for, for you, dedicating more resources there may, in some sense, not make all that much sense. In your, in your perspective, would it be safe to say that, that your thought is that the, the best approach to building a, a safe AI, which, which we would presume would, would be a reasonable goal, um, would be uh, just having a lot of tight attention around the different projects that are working on AI and thinking through the problems when they're more close to, 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 to being sort of addressable and then maybe testing the way that we address those and, and doing a lot of that on a small scale in a bunch of different labs to come up with sort of what sorts of problems we're going to run into, what sorts of initiatives we should come up with. What what is the what is the road forward for for an AI that that uh, that we can we can assume to be a good thing? Um, what is it? What does that road forward look like in, in your mind? Uh, in my mind, it's just basically uh, as you summarize. Uh, so that's it. Issue. We should keep it in mind, but uh, our theory about the safety of AI can only be as good as our own development goes. If you, do, you stop the development, you just talk about safety, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. So, so um, can, continue the, the talk of safety with the development. What, is the, what does that look like in the future if we, if we roll things forward properly? Um, do, do we focus a little bit more on the development of AI and then just look at those, look at and categorize potential issues as they're coming up in, in your mind? 
Yeah, I think the currently uh, our development is much uh, slower than what most people outside the field expected. Actually, uh, a common error in the public is when they see, uh, you know, there is a news say computer can do this, and they think, okay, if the computer can do this, it may, must be able to do that, and because this and that are very similar, yeah, to the human beings, but to computers. Uh, actually, you cannot make that kind of analogy. Uh, the current AGI research, I will say, is still in its very early stage. Uh, so, the, for example, the recent uh, machine learning achievement, deep learning, and that kind of thing, uh, they have a, a lot of practical application potential, uh, but they, they are not really uh, contributing too much to AGI research, which is contrary to what many people believe. We still have a, a long way to go, and uh, at the moment, I think what we need more is the, the encouragement and understanding, rather than a lot of you know worry and especially panic uh, based on ignorance. Got it. So, and and I, I don't personally I, at this phase, and I don't know as much as you do about the field. It doesn't appear as though panic would be all that fruitful or, or productive. I suppose the hope is that it doesn't take panic to, to make people realize some of the threats, but that maybe we could address them rationally as we make rational progress um, in, the, in the field. I guess just like, uh, just like the issue of whether it's going to be an integrated or a unified approach, I guess the, the concerns around AI safety, we, we can't really know until we get there um, until we get there either. So only time will tell once again, I suppose, Beck. Yes, exactly. Indeed, cool. Well, hopefully the folks that want to learn a little bit more, again, I, I found you uh, or had learned about you before the interview on, on your own website. And I, I know that a lot of your own theories are listed there. Folks that want to Google Pei Wang, you can find him just on Google. Um, Pei, thank you so much for being able to take the time and share your expertise here on Tech Emergence. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure. wraps up today's episode here on the Tech Emergence Podcast, and thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to stay in touch with our latest interviews with C-level executives, top researchers, and thinkers in the domains of AI and the intersection of technology and intelligence, then make sure to subscribe here on iTunes or visit us on our main website at techemergence.com, where you can see all of our interviews broken down by category, as well as articles, news, market research, and trends in artificial intelligence. If you found this episode particularly thought-provoking, feel free to leave your thoughts in a review here on iTunes, or you can feel free to reach out to us at our main website. Thanks as always for tuning in, and I'll catch you next week.